Today's sponsor is Gamefly, where you can find over 8,000 new releases as well as classic games available to rent for a low monthly fee. Sign up and get a free month at GameflyOffer.com slash SBFVGS. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 94. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Pantaloons, Lopez. Have we used that one before? I feel like we've used that one before. I feel like we've talked about my my pantaloons in the past. I don't think okay. The platinum pantalones. Oh, okay. There we go. This is Spanish. I like so, it. A little flavor. I like it. Oh yeah, you know, a little salsa in there. And that other voice is David moving to California. Tate. <laughs> that is not confirmed. <laughs> I, I heard it. I heard it on Twitter. So myself. technically, I could move to California, but there's just way less work there. There's a lot more work for what I do for a living. In New York. So, but Adam did this whole like Twitter campaign trying to trick me into moving to California. I was trying to use, I was trying to use fear to get David to move to California. (laughs) David hunts uh, mutant rats in sewers and there's just so many sewers (laughs) systems like that in California. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That other voice is Jeremy Fox, super guest friend, Jeremy Fox, this episode. Thank you for being here, Jeremy. (laughs) My pleasure. My pleasure. Yes. Yes. I've known Jeremy since the fifth grade. Wow. Yeah. I remember when I met you in, what was I in the ninth grade or 10th grade? Ninth and, grade. And, and Adam Don't was you like, you're no me, Jeremy Fox. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> Adam, I remember Adam talking about his friend Jeremy from California. And oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, well, who is this guy? Who's this Jeremy from California? I've got to kill him or Adam will never love me. <laughs> he sounds like the coolest guy ever. <laughs> And he is. Oh man. And he is. And he is. Yeah, so I don't I don't want to put undue pressure on you on, on Jeremy. Too late, here, but, I just did it. But he is probably one of the funniest people I know. Oh. Well, and other, other I'm gonna prove me. you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um yeah, known Jeremy since the fifth fifth grade. Um and the listeners, of course, may know him better as Prince Horace Kemp. Of the Velvet League. <laughs> the I mean, Velvet do, League. Do the listeners know me of that? <laughs> the listeners, I do. The listeners may. Mike knows you from know. Prince wow. Horace Camp. Wow. So, yes, uh, Jeremy's on uh, part of the Velvet League, uh, Friday Night Quests at PartialArc.com. It's a sweet, sweet D&D podcast, and it is hilarious. So mm-hmm. there you go. There you go. Yeah. I feel like I'm so much more famous for other things, but that is... <laughs> that's, the that's, in on. that's what shows up that's what shows up yeah that's what shows up. <laughs> yeah also uh the listeners might be interested to find out jeremy game designer extraordinaire oh. at run games out in in los angeles california so there you go there you go he's, there you have it he's in the biz we're gonna learn the all business. kinds of secret information that only people in the biz know right jeremy Yes, I have every secret handshake and I can describe it to you. (laughs) I'm sure you know all the games. So what you have to do is you have to use three fingers on this one, which is super secret. And there's going to be two more fingers that you're going to have to intertwine in the three. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This is going to be good. This is going to be good. (laughs) That's just a taste. (laughs) 
Now, which, <laughs> which, which handshake is that? What was that one called? Oh, that's the uh, the Farfig Nugan. Oh, mm. all right. I like it. That'll well, get you into I, EA. With an oh, application. <laughs> 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 As a tester. <laughs> the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight, with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, Twitch. Oh, yes. David. Twitch. Yes. Uh, so as you may or may not know, I have been streaming on our SBFEGS Twitch account. That's uh, mm-hmm. twitch.tv slash SBFEGS. Uh, mm-hmm. And we made affiliate last month and so what that means is if you have an an amazon prime account you can go ahead and link that to your twitch account and get twitch prime um and that gives you one free subscription a month and so uh we have people that have been supporting the show through that yeah i would just like to shout out everyone who's been supporting us this month um and don't forget to re-up uh next month i think by the time this episode comes out or maybe soon around the time this episode comes out remember to head over to twitch.tv slash sbfegs re-up your subscription but for now i just want to thank uh funka funkadelic yeah his name is kyle All right kyle de knuff but backwards it's funkadelic uh bmac 1414 barry white david j tate yeah yeah uh, thank Denver's, you thanks for supporting the show you guys yeah, Nikki thank Lake you for the Seven. Shout-out. Nikki Lake Seven. I don't know who that is. Thank you for that, Taco Douglas. I'd like to thank you for supporting the show. All right, uh, Thrift Dude, Burmock, Ultima Kills, Sibhod, Sinister Urge ninety nine, Know It Man, who just subscribed tonight again. Uh, and also, I would like to thank Soak Seven Plays for all of the bit donations he's been giving us, and for paying real money for his Twitch subscription to SPFGS. So he's a premium, a yeah. premium subscriber. And uh, I just want to point out all of the subscribers to our Twitch now have access to the SBFVGS Arnie emote where you can just pop up <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's ridiculous face. I mean, handsome face. Uh, yeah, handsome yeah. face. <laughs> uh, whenever you want. <laughs> if you're a Twitch subscriber, if you're a SBFVGS Twitch subscriber. So anyway, thank you to everyone who subscribes. It's been a fun journey, uh, fun learning experience for me. So it's good yeah. times. Yeah. All right. And so secondly, what are you playing at? I think we should let our uh, our friend go first, eh? Yeah, super guest friend Jeremy, what are you playing these days? <clears throat> oh, man. Well, I just started playing Into the Breach, which I really like. I've heard a it's, lot of good things about that. It's the guys who did um uh FTL. Yeah, oh. it's, it's with the mechs, right? Yeah, it's with the mechs and time travel and stuff, and it's really yeah. simple, but very fun. Like, if you like XCOM, if you like Final Fantasy Tactics, one of the things I like about them is that there's this kind of, um, <clears throat> the thing that isn't talked about a lot about that team, which I th- think they're called Happy Games or something like that, is that they're actually really good writers. And, um, uh. like, one of the things that's really hmm. cool about Into the Breach is that you're in this kind of losing battle where these like aliens are constantly like killing cities and you're constantly on the edge of, of, of losing everything. And you're usually making Mm -hmm. sacrifices to like, like keep just the tiny shred of humanity alive that you can. And when Mm -hmm. you die, you get to send one of your pilots back with the knowledge that they have of the battle. So you're always like carrying on with one pilot into the, into a new game. And oh, the co- interesting. and so like depending on the pilot, they say really cool things like logging logging this timeline timeline dead. 
um, like, uh, say bye to my family, X. Like, and you're like, shizzn' it. I almost cussed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost cursed. <laughs> And, thank uh, you so much for that sensor. Yeah. Although, mm-hmm. if you do end up cussing, we'll just put some Mario okay. coins well, in there. You. It'll it's be fine. I kind of yeah, like it. I was, really impressed. I was really impressed with their writing. And same with FTL. I thought their writing sometimes was more than I expected. And I really like the game. That's cool. And that I feel like that carries some weight because in that section where I was bragging all about, all about Jeremy, my friend, um, <laughs> I, I, for, I neglected to mention that he is an excellent writer. Probably my favorite writer. Whoa. Of all time. That... <laughs> Of all time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wow. Step aside, J.R.R. Tolkien. Yep. George R.R. R. Martin. You heard of Hemingway? You ever heard Chump. of him? Because I Chump. haven't. My friend Jeremy. <laughs> Too busy reading Jeremy stuff. Yeah. I'm swamped in Jeremy books. Okay. No game and get out of here. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, Jeremy, actually a fantastic writer. So there you have it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So, are you playing anything else? Uh, you know, the Division 1.8.1 1. 1, uh, drop update was pretty huge and got me back into the Division. I've been playing it again wow, okay. and loving it. Like, really loving it. Nice. That's crazy. Their global events have been really fun. And I'm super impressed. I'm actually really super impressed that a game that's what, like, in its two and a half year deep or two and a half years deep on it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like revitalized. I'm really yeah. impressed. It's very weird. I have friends, you know, that, you know, I have friends on Steam that like, you know, did not play the division when it first came out. And now, like, I load up Steam and they're like playing the division. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why are people still playing that game? Like, I ran out of stuff to do. Like, as soon as I beat the campaign, basically, I'm like, eh. I'm, I'm good. I'm good well, now. That game it, got so much trash in the beginning because of its failings, which were mm-hmm, numerous. Mm-hmm. But like, I will give one thing to that game is that the that the level one through like level forty like initial run through the story missions is super fun and super mm-hmm. worth it. You get your money's worth for the mm-hmm. game. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just that the end game was a little bit of a mess, and they had uh-huh. promised a really like. Meaty end game, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But and this one point eight one changes. Sounds like that. they've rectified it, huh? Yeah, I mean, like I'm. It's kind of addictive, actually. Wow. I mean, I mean, hang on. Owen Wilson's over here, and he just wanted to say really quick. Yes, yes. Wow. <laughs> Is that? Do you invite him in to just say that? Well, yeah. Every now and then, he's he, he over he listens in on every episode that we record. Wow. And every now and then, he just he just looks at me. He's like, he wants to tell me something. He wants to tell yeah. the audience. He just something. motions with his fingers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so that there he was. Thank thank you. Wow. Owen. That was great. Thanks, that was Owen. very insightful. Thanks. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Star studded event tonight. <laughs> Oh, we got Horace wait. Kemp. We got Owen Wilson. You know, we, we got, got Bill Cosby. We've got <laughs> no, no, we no, 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 we don't have Bill Cosby. Cosby. I think he's going to be busy he was for supposed a little to be here tonight. No, no, no. Oh, he's got other things wow. going on right now. Gosh darn it! Mm. He almost had him. That was so close. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about you, gents? Are you playing anything? I'll go. I just yeah. want to. I want to say real quick. Uh, are we going to wrap this up soon? Because I really want to go back and play some more God of War. Are we, are uh, we almost done? Oh. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, we're cool. done. Uh, so thanks for <laughs> tuning in. Um. <laughs> no, seriously, God of War. Like, 
I read a bunch of reviews. I watched some reviews. I'm like, all right, there's no way this game is this good. There's no way I'm going to like it as much as these guys liked it. Cause like it's God of war. I didn't love God of war. I, it was all right. I, I didn't play it very much cause I didn't like all the crazy, like ripping people's heads off and fighting naked ladies and all you didn't kinds like those of sex mini games. Yeah, no, I didn't like any of that <laughs> stuff. I didn't like any of it. So then lo and behold, God of war comes out. It's like the second highest rated PS4 game ever. Now it's actually, What's I, think, one? I think it's first. Oh, is it, is it one yeah, now? It's number okay. one now. Yeah, we had a we had a story on our subreddit that said it was the second. So I guess well, it was it's been, it's been shifting then. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I started playing it. I don't know how far in I am, but how many oh, hours? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't I don't know how many hours I've played, but um, I've done two boss battles. If that helps you in if that, like, you know, the boss battles are the like super scripted, awesome ones, you know, not just like a troll, you know, um, so I've done two of those and my goodness, the game is very, very good. Very good. Like I get Zelda vibes every now and then. Um, I get, uh, a little bit of Assassin's Creed. I get horizon zero dawn vibes here and there. Like, Hmm. it's just like, it's like the, my favorite games all put into one game. You say say Assassin's Creed, (laughs) say no more. I wish there was 18 more Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you know. I wish there was one a year. (laughs) It's a shame, right? It's a shame there's not an Assassin's Creed a year. I know. There used to be. They stopped. What a tragedy. There's there's even a little bit of Destiny in there with, like, the the way the gear is. There's some Diablo in there. It's, It's a very good game. If you think you are not interested in God of War... I fairly confidently can say you are probably wrong. <laughs> God ah. of War is very good, and I feel like something that everyone can enjoy. Oh, Careful to talk to you. are about to be on their poster. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, gonna I want to be on their poster. poster. Let's, get, let's get that happening. Uh, You're going to be on the this? kudos box. Yeah, I want to. Um, yeah, Jeremy, could you put us in touch with them, please? <laughs> Get, let's get me you on know, that box. Funny Corey enough, call. my friend Rob Davis is is lead level designer on. Oh, oh that's awesome. <laughs> oh, and I can tell I can tell you a sweet. couple of funny things. Like for instance, when I'd be like, "Are you excited?" And he'd be like, "No, <laughs> no, what? it's gonna be bad." <laughs> what? I was like, wow, really? Did he, he really like, say that? Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, I don't think it's gonna work. I don't think it's gonna work. People are gonna be really upset because it doesn't feel like God of War." Whoa! Really? Yeah. And I was like, "Huh?" And he was like, "Yeah, I, I'm just really afraid because I think it's not going to work." Wow, man! It's it's crazy how much like that self doubt kind of uh, pervades every aspect of creativity. Yeah, I'll tell <laughs> like because like, that is uh, the imposter I mean, syndrome. Yeah, it's a real well, thing. I remember hearing an interview with Corey Barlog, and he's talking about uh, basically how you know he was taking the series in this radical new direction and not everyone agreed with him on on his choices mm-hmm. and uh and so yeah that's really interesting to hear uh, well, from he had, that side he had it. like super dark souls um aspirations for it mm-hmm. really yeah oh. and everybody yeah. on the team was like oh i don't know Corey. Uh. well i don't yeah. <laughs> i never played a dark souls game so i can't tell you if it has that to it but um it's very it's very good i've i've definitely heard that comparison though i haven't played the game yet because 
I, I begged and pleaded with, I, you know, I made a proposal, I'll say, to the CFO over here. Right. <laughs> uh, my, my, my wife. You mean back when you got engaged, you proposed? <laughs> I, made, I made a proposal to the CFO, and oh, I did not oh. get CFO, CFO approval to purchase God of War. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so, oh. She's like, we're all tied up in, in stocks overseas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, basically, though, I I already kind of know it's a done deal uh, for my birthday, which is coming up in like six weeks. So oh. I just have to be patient. I got to dodge spoilers for you know a few fortnights, and then I'm good to go. Oh, Man. funny that you mentioned Fortnite. VR is really taking off right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making a transition joke. <laughs> Because uh, no, you're, you're working on a you working on a VR game, right? VR games, and I, we made that joke earlier. That like, how are we going to transition to VR? <laughs> Funny you should mention. You found a way. Uh, Dark you Souls. Fortnite because VR <laughs> right VR. now is on fire. <laughs> yeah, it really seems. So can you uh, can you tell us anything about the game your games you're working on, or no, or is it secret stuff? You got to know that oh, handshake no, he was talking about. I can tell you all about it. One cool. is one is called well, Smash I'm... Brothers um, Part Seven. <laughs> Smash Brothers Seven. Yeah, wow. it's the one beyond the next one. You'd think that uh, <laughs> Nintendo would be working on that one. Yeah, you know? no, we're we're doing it unlicensed. We're gonna. Uh, they say uh, ask forgiveness, <laughs> not permission. So yes, <laughs> right. That works very well with all those fan remakes. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can tell you. So one we were working on was a Chinese arcade VR game that oh, like because cool. those are like starting to blow up in China. Uh, literally they're catching fire. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good. <laughs> uh, no, but actually they're really popular in China, these like VR arcades. <laughs> and so we designed a we designed wait, a game wait, for a hang on, let me let me help you workshop that name a little bit. Why not just call them VRcades? Oh, well, it's Chinese, Whoa. so it's going to be something super Chinese, that, so you're wasting no. your time. <laughs> Let me tell you, they love when you throw some uh, some Western characters some into Some Western their... alliteration. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they the arcade. I'm telling you, it'll be huge. I, yeah, I think, I, I think we got all that. All the Chinese people I know have told me in Chinese that they hate that idea, David. <laughs> Because it, it doesn't sound anything like VR Arcade in, in mm-hmm. Mandarin. Well, you know, that's their problem. It's actually a hyper so, idea. So, yeah, so, so I was working on this game called uh, uh, Smash and Grab, which is basically oh. like a, you're like a heist, a heist style VR game where you like go into banks and like like open safes and you're it's like four. It's like a team of four and you're like oh, it's actually cool. payday-esque. It's like payday-esque. But oh, very cool. Like Payday has a VR game, actually. Oh, really? yeah. Payday went PC? VR. I did I not know, know that. that. I think it's on. It, I think you played an Oculus, right? On the yeah, PC? you can play it in Oculus. Oh. Yeah. But we were a much sillier, much more actually like cyberpunk like. Oh, OK, but we were super That's cartoony cool. and like meant to be an arcade game, not like a not an at home experience, which which Payday like has like a progression system and, you know. Those games are meant to last probably like 45 minutes or 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's a round of payday? Like 20 minutes, maybe? I'm not sure. But anyway, so and then the other one we're working on is actually kind of a Zelda style that we're working on for Oculus. Whoa. Oh, very cool. I guess 
All right, I'm going to load up Oculus.com, buy myself an Oculus Rift. <laughs> Done. All right. He just need, it's like David's uh, credit card is, is just like, give me a reason. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's great. I mean, I, I can't tell you some of the stuff that we've been dealing with with Oculus, which is why I can tell you this. The mm-hmm. VR space is still Wild West. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. It's also like got so many barriers of entry right now because mm-hmm. um, one of the major problems is price. Like the price point is insane. Yeah. Like if you're talking about going to your CFO about God of War, forget going. <laughs> um, is it cool <laughs> if I spend a thousand six hundred dollars on a PC? But wait, I also need a headset for eight hundred dollars. I'm going to need an extra room in our house because it's going to have to house me and my VR (laughs) habit. (laughs) But wait, I also need to buy the games. I got the PS VR and the PS4. So if you could just, if you would kindly port it, you know, to the PS VR after, then I'll play it there. It's it's going to PS VR. Oh, cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Nice. so, So actually, you know, what's weird is like the only, the only people really making good gains right now in VR, in the VR space they're actually getting sales is PSVR is Sony. Yeah. I yep. knew that. Yeah. Yep. Because Sony Oculus did it is right. wild. a really hard time getting people to like buy units. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, like you said, it's pretty steep to get in. So, but then there's the go and the Santa Cruz coming up, which is like a really big deal for Oculus. So that's kind of the next yeah. step. Cause go is going to be its own standalone. Oh. Uh-huh. Like you can hook it to your belt. It'll be cordless. Oh, oh, that's pretty cool. But the, and Go then the will, VR Pro or some no, I'm sorry, uh the Vive. The Vive, they're they're coming out with a wireless. They're working on it too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I forget the exact wording for it, but it's basically that you won't need sensors um around the room because they're all in the headset. They're all oh. they're looking outward instead of looking inward at the headset. That's Yeah, that's cool. So, um like that's actually the Santa Cruz. That's the big huge Oculus like big um like probably four hundred dollar price point um standalone which so the go Mm -hmm, is standalone mm -hmm. that's gonna be 200 which is a great price point for them but the problem is is it only comes with one controller so it's everything's gonna be one-handed and it's like it's like a little like remote control that like fits in the palm of your hand Mm -hmm. yeah but then the santa cruz is gonna be both controllers in both hands standalone cordless you can walk around town with it, looking super fly, drive <laughs> with it even, put the headset down, get in your car, <laughs> play that's, onward. Honestly, that's my favorite thing about playing um, Super Hot on PSVR. It's like how cool I look the whole time I'm doing it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can't imagine how cool you look. I actually had, yeah. a, I had a conversation with my wife where I was like, Allison, I'm going to be playing Resident Evil 7. We have to have an understanding where you never touch me and you never scare me <laughs> when I'm inside. However funny it may be for you. <laughs> I just, I have to learn uh, to trust you here. And this is going to be a big, <laughs> like, fun playing oh, something man. Speaking of which, that's such a fantastic game. It's great. Yeah. It's, seven yeah, is it's very good. It's, it was one of my favorite games of last year. So, um, yeah. Wait, I don't uh, think so we got well, to ask everybody what they're playing though. Yeah, and what else are you playing, David? Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't done <laughs> listing what I was playing. Uh, so let's see. I, I, I was playing God of War. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then also, I've been playing a bit of that Fortnite, and I've been yes. streaming that Fortnite, and I Indeed. have not. I've killed one person. Ooh. Look out! Woo. Uh, very nice. He was dressed like a John Wick. I would like to point out, which means that oh. he was very good at the game. Or Whoa. no, that just what? means he played a lot. Well, yeah, <laughs> but if you good. play a lot, you're gonna get good at the game. Well, right? that's not always true. Yeah, uh, I mean, look at me and Tetris. I don't know. I, I, this, I feel like this guy knew what he was doing, and I killed him. So <laughs> don't, don't, don't take this away from me, Jeremy. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, no, 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 guys, listen, listen. No, for guys, serious, seriously, though. he for was serious. probably like top he, he ten was, NA. He's unbelievably good, but exactly. somehow I did it. I don't know how I beat him, but I did. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's so, a master. I could tell basically just by his movements. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've been playing that Fortnite. Um, I think that's it. I think that's right. everything. Oh no, you played the Detroit demo on the on the oh, stream yeah, tonight. I did just play the Detroit uh, Beyond. No, no. Beyond two. No. The Detroit <laughs> Beyond two demos. <laughs> the, the Detroit Beyond, Beyond heavy rain. <laughs> Beyond Beyond. So rain, I was thinking two human souls. Okay. <laughs> so David, I was thinking that you. <laughs> I was thinking that you were going to stream, you know, through the demo and then like stream it again, like play it totally differently the next time. Yeah. Well, but, you, but, but David ended up playing it exactly Fortnite. the same way. No, no, no. <laughs> so I, I streamed it once, right? I streamed it once and got a got a weird ending. And then I streamed it. OK, I'll tell you. I, I mean, it's a demo. I'm going to spoil the demo. Um, I, so I beat it once and I sacrificed myself to save this the child who was in danger um, ah. and so then i immediately immediately played through it again um tr- getting all the good clues that i thought were essential faster uh didn't run out of time this time got you know got to the end encounter and this time instead of sacrificing myself uh i rushed the guy and then i still died anyway so like oh. I, I did two different things but i died both times anyway so do oh. you have a feeling that it's a little bit like a uh, what do they call that? Like a funnel? No, re- no, no. And plus, my two endings were like the least common endings. Yeah, I was gonna say I played that demo several months ago. Maybe you're just not cut out to negotiate people's several, lives. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, maybe you're just really stupid, and you should maybe just never play video games again. <laughs> That's probably. In fact, I should probably just quit this podcast, guys. I'm too Aww. dumb. Maybe you should not be a no. part of the podcast. Maybe this I'm is us gonna, saying that right now. I'm just gonna go. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy's like, maybe I'm taking your spot. Yeah, maybe I'm the third most important person here. Maybe, maybe I was John Wick when you killed me, and I'm done. <laughs> and I'm tired of this. So yeah, I I played that demo. Mike played that demo. Neither of us got that ending. So it's really interesting to me to see how varied that uh detroit can be and that's kind of what i'm hearing from a lot of different people like uh who have played the demo or some people who from like ign who have gone and played you know two hour chunks of the game um how various how different uh, their playthroughs were from each other so yeah um and they show you apparently at the end yeah apparently the uh the game developers like when asked they couldn't really tell uh and this was like several different people who uh, Alana Pierce was asking about this. Um, like, how how many endings are there? And and they were like, oh, I, I don't know. There's so many. And they're like, I, I could I could. It's in an email somewhere. I could probably track it down if you want me to send it to you. Like literally, <laughs> oh, wow. no one no one knew. It's like it's an yeah. insane amount of endings wow. apparently, yeah. which is so opposite from Telltale. Like Telltale's been getting yeah. a lot of flack lately for funneling. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, uh, yeah, because you you can go wide in the middle, but at the end of the story, it it kind of all ends up where it's going to end up. Yeah, and I just want to say I I looked at the uh, the flowchart for the demo, and I counted at least six different endings that you could get, six different outcomes um, that you could get at the end of that demo. And yeah, I have I don't know how to. I don't know how to get the other ones. So, so can I tell you guys? <laughs> I had an experience where I was interviewing to work with um, Telltale about oh a year and a half ago, and this sounds is like you dodged a bullet. <laughs> I did dodge a bullet. I know. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I think about that all the time. Yeah. I think about it all the time because they've been having a lot of problems lately about right, like, exactly yeah. work work like uh, like office issues, like how they work their people. And mm-hmm. one of the things that was in the application was basically like their philosophy on how the choose your own adventure kind of thing should go. And it was like, make people feel like they have choice, but don't give them Ooh. choice. Oh, oh. Mm. and so they, I actually had to design a sample that did that, that got everybody to the same conclusion, but made wow. them feel like they had choice. So I had to d- design a scenario. Yeah, I mean, I understand did you cry that, in the that shower is afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> did you, did you I'm gonna have to do that so every dirty, day. Get clean. I mean, that's kind of my that's my shower time, but <laughs> <laughs> that's my. I should yeah. say that's my crying time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my daily yeah. crying time now. <laughs> yeah, so I I feel like that is the reason that it's probably like that is because Detroit or uh, Quantic Dream is when talking about Detroit, they've been talking about how. It is a nightmare to QA test mm. uh, because it's you have to literally um, end every scene with every permutation. But it's not just like, I mean, it might end just slightly different if you didn't look at this one piece of evidence or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that could then slightly impact the next scene, which may yep. end up to it, like giving you a different option that you wouldn't have had otherwise. And then you end up in a different scene or someone dies because of that option. Like it's insane, like how many branching pathways they're saying. So yeah, it's something like a 4,000 page script. So I'm, I'm really excited for it. Me I, too. I've, from people who really liked Heavy Rain, they're, who are talking about you know chunks of the game they played, um, which I, I loved Heavy Rain. Um, <clears throat> they're saying, yeah, this I'm going to love this game, no doubt about it. Hey, Adam, so. have you seen that really hilarious video where the guy fails every everything in the shopping part of Heavy Rain? <laughs> no. <laughs> you haven't? Oh, no, you have to I see the check video. It out. Just look it up where it's a dude doesn't touch the controller the whole time the dude is like chasing the guy through the grocery store oh i've seen this video it's very funny yeah it's very funny and and the whole time the dude's laughing because because uh what's his name the guy who's looking for his son sean i forget but is it ethan uh, ethan Ethan i think it was ethan but like so that was something that was kind of proving that at the time even quantum or quantic even quantic dreams was like you can't fail necessarily like you can't really fail that scene. Yeah. Especially, especially beyond two souls. Um, they yeah. took it kind of a, a bit too far. It's like, yeah, there's like a whole car scene in beyond two souls where you, if you could just not touch the wheel at all, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you'll get to the end and it'll be worse, but like you don't get the, the best option, but it's still, you, you know, you still end up getting to the next part of the story. So yeah, there's no fail state basically. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so. that's what I've been playing, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. What about you, Mike? Well, I, I mean, do we have time? I kind of felt like Dave was really selfish with the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Dave here. took hey, a lot of time on that one. <laughs> to be fair, I kept getting interrupted, guys. So <laughs> don't blame me for this. This is not me. Well, this life is isn't all, Dave, fair, David. 
<laughs> All right. To be unfair, like life. Yeah. So I finished up Bloodborne, finally. Yes. Got oh, the yeah. platinum. You got, got the, the platinum. platinum. Wow. You platinum yeah, Bloodborne? I'll, I'll never play it again. <laughs> wow good yeah, for that's you that's why he's the platinum pantalones it was mm. really it was really really difficult uh but but really fun i actually like that game a lot so you know that's awesome we'll hopefully play another bloodboard game in the not too distant future that's actually top 10 for me i think that's top 10 games of all time oh really wow yeah bloodborne? i um yeah bloodborne wow i i really haven't been into like the soul series uh but for some reason yeah bloodborne just really really grabbed me I, I had a lot of fun with that game that's awesome um and then yeah i picked up god of war i've been playing a ton of god of war i feel like we talked about god of war so much that it i could just say god of war 10 more times there it is you got it um, and you showed it let's count them <laughs> it's really really good huh. and yeah. uh and i love it and i wish i was playing it right now me too <laughs> In fact, let's yeah, I, I kind of hate fact, that we're doing this podcast right now. Can we play God of War? <laughs> this is really cutting into my God of War time. <laughs> it really is. Well, it is. <laughs> All right. So I had an insane uh, couple of weeks, um, but I did manage to play a little Hello Neighbor with the, with my son, um, which is I was playing that a bit last time as well. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's although we had to stop playing it in front of my daughter because she's getting creeped out. Oh, yeah. What is Hello so, Neighbor? What is Hello so, Neighbor? So uh, Hello Neighbor is an indie game uh, where essentially you are this kid and you see in the neighbor's house there, like you can see through the window, he's doing something that looks unspeakable to someone. You think you it looks like you don't know for sure, but you hear like some screaming and you think he's probably like a murderer and he's locked somebody in his basement and is getting ready to murder them. So the, and it's, it's so it's like a survival horror game, um, but it is it's kind of uh, it's very cartoony looking. It's kind of Scooby Doo it Scooby Doo ish. Yeah. And, and the the neighbor, he's got these beady eyes and the this wee mustache and he's like uh he's he's controlled by an ai that learns from you like so if you're you're trying to get into the house and figure out what's in the basement basically but he's constantly catching you Mm -hmm. and it gets really creepy when he catches you like and like the example i I used on the last show was like if you go through the front door too often then he'll start putting cameras above the front door um little things like that or if you always crawl in one window like he'll patrol he'll check that room frequently Mm -hmm. and stuff so it's uh, it's pretty awesome. That it's sounds a lot rad. Of fun. Yeah, it's really cool. It's on uh, PC, Xbox One, um, probably elsewhere at this point. I don't know if it's on PlayStation yet. I, I um, don't. I mean, we it, could do it, the part of the show where we Google things. The part of the show. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of that game that's that's being developed right now? That's kind of like Stranger Things. It's co-op and it's like a Stranger Things, but it got uh, announced probably a couple months ago. Oh, I did. Maybe a month ago. I did hear about it. I think I put it on my wish list. But it, I don't. It's not. Uh, it's not the Double Fine game, is it? No, it's, it's not the Knights and Bikes. No, 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 no. It's it's not that one. Okay. It's it's really creepy looking, and huh. it's but it's co op, and it's like you're playing like Goonies style kids going around hmm. a town trying to figure yeah. out. It's called like the Red Door or something called. like that. I mean, it sounds awesome. I've it's, never yeah, heard it. It looks cool. great. Um, it, it, and it, speaking uh, of co-op games, I really want to play, um, the escape or this, is it the escape plan? No. What's it called? Oh, <laughs> the, a, way the, out. a way out. Way out. A way out. Yeah. Way out. <laughs> I've been playing, <laughs> I've actually there, played that with my wife a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. it, how, how are you liking it? So there, so let me put it this way. There's things happening in it that like, 
clearly the people that designed it were like, let's make a couch co-op game. That's something that nobody's ever experienced couch co-op before. Okay. So yeah. it's got this kind of like avant-garde, like the way split screen works is really exciting because like mm -hmm. you're playing one side and you can literally like watch your friend going through something. Like for instance, the intro is like, you're a prisoner that's in the prison. You're seeing the other guy showing up in the bus and it's yeah, split screen. That's cool. So you're on the fence looking down at him as he's being like, like hit with a nightstick as he goes in. And then you mm -hmm. can go into the prison and watch from up above as like the guard is basically talking S word. And then, <laughs> and by S word, I mean Sassafras. Samuel, my good friend yes, Samuel. He's talking some serious yes, Samuel. That, that S word. I yes. like that. That is just like the uh, that's uh, that's prison. Um, it's like prison welcome. It's like all right, welcome to prison. Whack with the <laughs> yeah, stick. I'm gonna whack in you. you. <laughs> in you go. So there, it's like it, it's like these really new, exciting things happening with co couch co-op that are really new and make you feel like whoa this is something special but the writing is so terribly bad oh no it's, it's also directed and made by like a very non uh english speaking company that all the okay. actors have these like it's supposed to take place in america and they all have these like weird eastern european accents <laughs> oh, you're no. like, what is going on you guys it's like 1950s america and it's like hello it is me sam samuel i very much <laughs> like to be in that prison <laughs> like what is he's going like, on what is happening he's with like these come accents? here Come here, cousin Vladimir. I mean, I mean, Ricky. I mean, seriously, it, 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 it really takes me out of the game because you start the game by picking which character you want to be. And this guy uh -huh. is like a a Wall Street like investor that says he's like born in America. This guy's like a, a Italian like that got caught up in like some wrong stuff. They both have Eastern European accents. <laughs> <laughs> so also played a little bit of Fortnite with my son. Good Whoa. times. Oh, uh, hang on yeah, real quick. You know. Hello Neighbor is apparently on Windows, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. Oh. And the Stranger Things style game is called Stories Untold. There you go. Yeah. I googled all okay. the things while we were talking. That's Thank not the you. one. That's not the one. It's not stories untold. It's not uh -oh. stories untold. No, it's not stories wow. untold. Well, that's one. Called, Get back to Google. Like, yeah, back to Google with you. <laughs> <laughs> so while he's googling, um, I also played um, in some in real life. I played a bit of Clue, the classic mystery game. Whoa. Okay. Mm. Yes, in Meat Space, of course. So is that what right. we call Pretty, it? Yeah. Is that what you call That's Subway what these called. days? <laughs> <laughs> now, Adam, have you heard of the game Spy Party? Spy Party. It is a new game. It's on Steam right now, and it reminds me a whole lot of Clue. So it's, yeah, it's funny. That you I, have not, that. I have uh, not. Justin and Griffin McElroy just posted a video go, video on Polygon.com actually as of this recording uh, where hmm. they're playing Spy Party and it's one of the funniest Polygon videos I've ever watched. So. Wait, oh, isn't it awesome. a little like Werewolf? Uh, it's yeah, I, it's a bit like werewolf, yeah, I but would it's say a bit more like, like werewolf well. than Clue. Really? Okay. I don't know. Okay. You've got all the different characters it can possibly be. You know, yeah, yeah, I guess it's more like werewolf. Yeah, but but right. yeah, this was uh, this was the <laughs> Clue, the classic mystery board game, and it yes. was it was very good times. It had been a long time since I played it. So did you do and, it? And I lost. I lost every time. Because my <laughs> wife is is a freaking detective. Yeah, wow. she she remembers everything. It's insanity. It's amazing. Now well, she is CFO. Very good at, so 
Yes. Yeah. It, you don't get to be CFO just by, you know, your good looks. That's right. right. Now, is she is she really good at figuring out movies while they're happening too? Oh yeah, it's very annoying. Yeah, okay. I can see those <laughs> She's like I, Bruce I just, Wilson's a I, ghost. Bruce Wilson's yeah. a ghost. <laughs> yeah. I seriously because I take I actually Spoilers. kind of uh, unconsciously uh, willfully subdue that part of my brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's like I I kind of even if I think I'm starting to figure it out, I kind of push it away and wait for it to be revealed so I can be more surprised. I don't know why, but I just I know this about my brain. So <laughs> um, so yeah, when I'm watching and then she's like. Phew, it's Matthew McConaughey. You know, <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> you know? So did you guys anyway. know that uh, Bruce Willis has been a ghost in every movie since Sixth Sense? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. I, I didn't know that. Think about it. I haven't seen him in a whole lot of movies since then. Watch, though, watch so. every movie and you tell me he's not a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and watch Looper. Yeah, you watch that movie. You tell me he's not a ghost. <laughs> oh, man. All right, you guys. It, it is a very long What Are We Playing segment. Oh, and man. now it is time for the Super Best Friends video game sleepover fortnightly news wrap up. No. Yes. No. Mm hmm. No. Am I supposed to say the news? <sighs> yeah, no, Jeremy. If somebody you, say it. Please. Adam, I'm just very disappointed in you because everyone <laughs> so, knows somebody's got to say it. The news. No, it's called <laughs> the news. Yes. All right. All right. Now so pick your one have, favorite news story to get to. We have one <laughs> favorite news story this fortnight, and it is what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Okay, I'm just going to pick like three. I'll pick three. Okay. Two and a half. I'll keep there's we have a bunch of great ones. Thank you guys so much for submitting stories. Um Dead Words, Ultima Kills, um Barry White. Yeah, he sounds very handsome. Um <laughs> he's, he's incredibly sexy. Yeah. So uh God of War. Oh, actually, we already talked about that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we'll we skip sure that did. one. We'll skip that one. Uh no, the switch is making a uh so God of War. <laughs> no. uh, the Nintendo Switch making a whole bunch of money. Have you guys, you guys know about this? Oh, yeah. yeah you heard about this one? Hmm? Yeah. Oh, Jay so, Leno's back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How dare you? So, You're retired. Get back. <laughs> <laughs> so the system itself has sold 17.79 million. So almost 18 million switches out there in the wild, which is pretty crazy. Nintendo had forecasted 15 million. Analysts had overestimated that by an additional million. So 16. Mm -hmm. And in reality, it was closer to 18 million, as in, according to uh, Kotaku. This is nuts too. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, 10.41 million copies, wow. which means, yeah, 58% uh, of Switches have a Mario game with it. Goodness. What's the Zelda number? So, yeah. Zelda, Breath of the Wild is now the best selling Zelda game of all time. Wow. With 8.48 million copies sold on the Switch wow. and more than a million on Wii U. Oh wow! So it's it's actually approaching ten million also uh, between the two SKUs. I That's mean, can crazy. I say one thing about the Switch? It's no Wii sure. U. Let's just say that it's no, <laughs> no Wii yeah. U. That's what it's way better. <laughs> it's way better than the Wii U. <laughs> I mean, the Wii U obviously the second best console of all time, right? But right behind the Vita, of course. <laughs> mm. Right behind the Sega Saturn. Mm. I can't get behind any of these statements, guys. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> oh man and yeah mario kart 8 deluxe sold 9.2 uh, million copies which is insane it because sold more that, copies than the wii u version right yeah it has outsold the wii u version yeah. <laughs> which was at 8.42 million i mean how and cra- that's nuts how, how crazy is it to see a company poop the bed that hard and then yeah. clean their sheets so clean that it's basically <laughs> like this is my favorite analogy <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were never pooped yeah. It really is like people. People have really given them a pass on that whole Wii U thing. Yeah, it's like, well, here's the thing: nobody got it, so everyone has forgotten about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Like it's, that's true. It's completely forgotten. It's like the Switch really is the successor to the Wii. That's kind of it, basically. Right? Yeah, it's what it. It's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. So let's skip along here. Skipping along, <laughs> loot boxes are illegal in Belgium. Yeah, that is awesome. pretty this wild. Was submitted by Deadwards. Yeah, they and have been uh, ruled gambling. <laughs> Do you think that's going to spread? Uh, it, it, it is taken off. Like they changed some of the rules in in uh, Korea, or no, it was China. They changed some of the rules to where you had to disclose like the likelihood of getting what thing in what loot box. You know, right, so, right, right. <clears throat> throughout have the you guys world, noticed like, that like if you play um, Fire Emblem Heroes, they have to give you all the statistics of what you're going to get out of those mm-hmm. out of the summons. Yes, that's because of yeah. China. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Um, so and Belgium has decided that they're illegal. Like I am all for these things. Like I I'm getting sick of loot boxes. So mm-hmm. like if yeah. they have to become illegal for me to stop seeing them in every game. So be it. <laughs> like maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm not for necessarily government stepping in and starting this. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, but I'm sick of loot boxes. So to be honest, I actually really like loot boxes if they weren't attached to real world money. Like, I like the feeling yeah. of opening a present and cool things jump out of it at me. And it's yeah. like, it's random and it's like, it's fun. It's like opening a pack of Magic the Gathering. Like, you're like, oh, what's the rare that I got? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's fun. It's a good feeling, but it, it's a bad feeling when it's like, for only $5 more, you could have that feeling again. Yeah. <laughs> Come into my secret money pit, you piece of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm not a real big fan of loot boxes. And when I hear that a game is going to have microtransac- microtransactions and loot boxes, I'm usually a little less excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and there is there has been, especially since Star Wars Battlefront 2, a, a kind of a huge backlash against loot, ba- loot boxes in general as, a, as an industry practice. So, I mean, can we, all, um, can we all admit that that's why this whole Belgium thing happened? Is Battlefront 2? I, I think so. Yeah, I think, I think Battlefront 2, as you said, Nintendo had pooped the bed so hard that, you know, <laughs> it, it really it really ruined it for everybody. <laughs> That's a hard poop. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's only a little poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in Battlefront 2 is now completely, uh, you know, revamped all of that, all the loot system, yeah. the progression system, you know, because that whole thing about having to grind for like 50 hours yeah. to get Darth Vader and stuff. Like, hey, Adam, your son likes to play Battlefront, right? Yeah, yeah. So did does he play too? So we have to. We have not opened it yet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that so now it's kind of a good. It's a good time to like get in now that it's all been revamped. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of heard the servers are dying. Uh oh. Just because not, not a lot of people well, are. Maybe are I'll return it and up. get God of War. Oh. <laughs> 
It's genius. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Uh, there's a secret 2K studio rumored to be working on the new Bioshock game. This comes from VG247. And um, yeah, apparently uh, there's a, a secret studio that's branched off from 2K Marin, uh, codenamed um, Parkland or something like that. Parkview. Hmm. Yeah, something I, like that. Can I give you guys a little inside baseball on this one? Sure. Yeah, yeah, let's sure. do it. I love it. So did you guys know that the original Bioshock was like a weird Nazi game? Uh, no, well, no. And it got, and so like the, the company, Ken Levine and his company was trying to sell it for like years and couldn't. And so finally it got reskinned as this like, you know, uh, underwater um, Ayn Randian ecumenopolis. And yeah. Um, and it finally sold. And so it was kind of like this quote unquote overnight success for Ken Levine. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. in the end, Ken Levine had been kind of the problem the whole time. And you kind of see it because Bioshock Infinity, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I don't think it's a good game. And I think it was my favorite of the Bioshocks. Was it? Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually really liked Bioshock Infinite, but I know, I know mm-hmm. that, um, it has problems and, and I know that it was also, uh, the ending had to be changed. Uh, yeah. Like they didn't. They didn't allow. Two K did not allow Ken Levine to give it the original ending that he wanted. So really, I didn't which, know that. Which is which is partially why he he probably broke off and started his narrative Lego uh, studio. Well, mm-hmm. so so here's what I can tell you is that like Ken Levine has been the the majority problem of why things don't get made on that side. Huh. Because oh, Ken Levine is is not exactly like a a designer. He's like an idea guy. Mm-hmm. And mm. he's really good at like coming up with like a great concept that really works and is really cool and fun, but at the same time can't be a game yet. Like the people who actually make the like for for instance, Bioshock, even Bioshock One has like these big gaping problems. Like for instance, the difficulty curve that happens near the end of the game that is like so mm. wild, like it's like a wild imbalance. Mm. After you, ki- uh, oh, spoilers! Can we spoil Bioshock? It's been a I long think it's time. It's old enough now that that's okay. Two thousand seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, if you haven't played Bioshock the original, just skip like thirty seconds here. Okay, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> let's just say that you, you you the first boss you kill, right? You're yeah, yeah, right. The the boss that you kill, and then the game shifts over to being um, Atlas or whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. Atlas is the bad guy. Um, right. Do, do you guys remember how bad that balance was? How bad the b- difficulty spike was no. on that second half? You don't I haven't played. I don't so remember. Long. Yeah, it's been quite a long time. Yeah, I don't well, remember. Well, anyway, <laughs> so there was like it was because it was such a good game, and you were so invested in the game. A lot of people didn't even notice it, but like the game was actually like had some pretty major problems, and those problems persisted through the Bioshock Infinity um, or Infinite. Infinite. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I'm going to call it Infinity because I demand that. <laughs> I demand it's like the, the crossover between Disney Infinity and Bioshock. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, so anyway, I have opinion. I mean, a lot of people love Infinite and it's not a universally hated game, but I think it's I think it's definitely universally looked at as uh, not as good as Bioshock. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. Except for I think the most people prefer Except the first for me. Ones. Tate likes Infinite better. I'm different. <laughs> Wait, Tate, well, can he, I ask you this? I think he fell. He fell for Elizabeth. 
Of course, well, but, who didn't fall for Elizabeth? I mean, but let really. me ask you. Let me ask you this, Tate. Did you did you like it? <laughs> Who's Tate? We no one listens <laughs> to this podcast is familiar with that name. All right, David. I think they can well, probably David suss it out. David, special people. David, wait, hold on. I just like the idea of David sitting with a faraway look in his eye and saying, "Now that's a name I haven't heard in a long time." <laughs> sure is. <laughs> so, David, uh, do you feel like you maybe liked Infinite because it had the context of Bioshock One? No. Okay, I, fair enough. I, I liked <laughs> I liked the setting better. I liked the characters better. Okay. Um I liked the mystery better. All right. Mm. The end was absolutely amazeballs crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean it was yeah. it was cool. The end was cool. I, I think the, the the beginning is fantastic and the end is fantastic and the middle had some pacing problems for me. But yeah. I overall really liked it. Honestly, you know, to talk about a game that's been out for like eight years. Um, <laughs> honestly, the the only thing that bummed me out about Bioshock Infinite uh, was that shooting was the primary way to interact with the world. And I, I, re- I read a couple like reviews of the game back then, like saying like, there's this beautiful world, this really interesting story, and yet you're still just the the main thing you're doing in the game is killing lots of things. I it agree. Just, yeah, it, it I felt agree. like a weird disconnect. Like I would have liked Bioshock Infinite better, maybe as a walking simulator or something like that. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I rarely hear idea. people asking for more walking simulators. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun, so they can I be love really them. good. Yeah, I agree. I think if the if the storytelling's there and the and yeah. the scenery's beautiful enough, I'm I'm game. And yeah. it, it could throw did some you guys, puzzles. Did you guys in. talk about Edith Finch? I love uh, Edith yeah. Finch. Yeah, Mike loves that game. Yeah. So good. I can't get these guys to play it. It's, it's I will probably no. play it eventually. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse it, Mike. No, I really want to play it. I just don't have any time. Of course. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> more news articles. Oh uh, yeah, last one. Last uh, one. This will be a no, quickie. No more news. S- Sea of Thieves is Sea of Thieves is the fastest selling rare game ever tracked by the NPD and the second best selling game in March. Wow. That's pretty awesome. That's, that's awesome. Great. I'm happy yeah, for that's, that. It's really nice to hear that for rare because you know, this is one of those games we were thinking like, oh, they're giving it away for free, the Xbox Game Pass. Like, what if that really hurts sales? That that could be bad, you know? Yeah. Um Well, I think that's more bad. about Microsoft needed Game Pass to be successful. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, and it was a great way to get a ton of people playing it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's I, I think, you know, congrats to Rare. That's pretty awesome. It's, yeah, it, that's well, their well, biggest hit, you know, yet. Can I ask you this? When did the ND it was NDP? Is that what I heard? NPD started tracking game sales in like 94 or oh, something so like that. Oh, so they definitely 95. got some of the like best Rare games in there. I don't yeah, think they yeah. got Sucky so, Kong Country, though. Oh, Good point, mm. David. Thanks for ruining well, everything. Well, it came out in 94. <laughs> Hang on. It came out November 21st, 1994, so maybe they caught it. Yeah, I, I think oh. they did. Yeah. Oh. Because really, I and think you know, David's games... not even on Google. That no, was just from memory. No, I just knew that <laughs> on the top of my head. So. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> but anyway, congrats. And uh, hopefully Sea of Thieves continues to grow and, and become more and more awesome. So there you have it. Wait, 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 whoa. What? Are we not going to talk about the fact that a lot of people are upset at that game for not having a lot of content? <laughs> These guys like, yeah, they like to brush over that. But uh, I, I like Sea of Thieves, <laughs> so yeah, no, I think for me, I 
I, I understand the complaints, right? It, it is a little bare bones at the moment, but I feel like that game has a ton of potential. So, you know, I, I f- like we see the same thing with the division and with, yeah. um, you know, destiny and with so many of these games that are these massive platforms. Uh, I'm just hoping that see if these comes around and has like some really good story content at some I, point. I do too, like but that, I, you know? I think it's even unfair to, to put it in the same category as, as, uh, as some of those games like destiny, like, yeah, some of those games weren't content rich, but like I watched you guys play Sea of Thieves like one time and I was like, is, is this all you do? <laughs> well, uh, not only that, like, you know, I think mentioning Division and Destiny, those are both failures at launch because not failures because Destiny sold so much. But the the fan base was really angry at the content problems. The both sure. those games had content problems. Right. And then and then the developers came and they bolted extra content on and then everyone kind of leveled out. I feel like if that happens with Sea of Thieves, you know, all of this, like, you know, anger will be just a just a distant memory. Yes, it definitely a distant memory. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, so, so for me, for me, complaining about Sea of Thieves uh, having like not a lot to do, it it. it like I know this argument is not a hundred percent watertight, but to me it feels I like get it. I get yeah, it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it feels like <laughs> saying, "Man, you know this this sandbox that the I'm sweet, playing sweet in." Dad jokes. This sandbox that I'm playing in right now just doesn't have a lot to do. I can't do anything in this sandbox. There's it's just sand, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to use your imagination when you're playing that game. Come up with stuff to do. Like, you know, today I'm gonna wait on this island for a ship to come on and then I'm going to run off with their ship and steal all their treasure. Are you like, like it's a sand, it's a sandbox for you to come up with crazy piratey things to do. And yes, I definitely think there could be more things to do, but I never got bored playing that game for the amount of time that I played it. Sure. Cool. I think it feels fair. more like a water box. Did we already make that joke just now? <laughs> we had yeah, no. that joke. I like it. Humanized <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay, it's time for the tweets. All right. Time, time for Mike struggles to read the tweets. The heavily edited down tweet segment. Okay. <laughs> no, I say read them all. Nope, it's read too long. Do, do your way too long. And also, to don't, don't pre-read them. Read them straight, fresh, without seeing if they say something horrible. Okay, I can do that. I can do that. Now, if there's something awful and racist in here, I just this is just, you know. This is on this is fresh. Uh, this is hot content. You can blame Jeremy on this. David wrote it. <laughs> this is hot content, you guys. This is fresh. What did you just say, Mike? Nothing. <laughs> he said if there's something awful and racist, David wrote it. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go All right. for it. Uh, Adam Cleveland wrote in um, and said, is there a game you absolutely love? but can't seem to actually ever finish. How much do you think your love of the game is influenced by others' perception of the game? Mine is The Last of Us. Phenomenal, consistently unfinished. <laughs> the Witcher 3. The yeah, Witcher 3? That's a good one. Yeah. That, well, that was one of mine, too. Adam, I, that's I, everybody. I love, <laughs> no, I, I love that it. game. It is fantastic, and I will never finish it. Yep. So good. I wish you guys would finish it. Uh, for me... This is very shameful for me. I've admitted it before on this podcast. For me, that game is Final Fantasy VII. 
I love Final Fantasy VII. I love the the story. I love the characters. Mm-hmm. I named my cat after Tifa. Sure. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Like, I love that game. I've never beat it. <laughs> That's really weird. Started it several times, never beat it. David, yeah. is that a kind of thing where you're like, I don't want to spoil this. I don't ever want it to end. No, it's not. It's it's just too long. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I, I want to play something new. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think really to for me, older games, like if you played it in the moment while it was the best thing out. I did like that is the, that's a special experience. So that game it means more to you in that moment. I think it's harder to go back for me, at least. Yeah, that game I know some, is, um, people, some, some games are evergreen, right? You can just go back and it's still fun and it's just as fun as it ever was. But right, like Chrome other Trigger. games, yeah, like Super other Mario games, World. yeah, you go back and you're just like, uh, it's, it's just not doing it for me. Yeah. Final you know? Fantasy seven. <laughs> um, for me, it's a, uh, uh, Phantom Pain, like Metal Gear Solid oh. five, like, and you know, a big part of it's psychological because, like what I happened heard, to Hideo Kojima? Yeah, well, it's it's less that there's a part of it that's that, but it's not like any sort of like moral thing. It's more like I know in the back of my mind that chapter three is unfinished or doesn't exist, and so I'm in this place where I'm like, I love this game so much, and I don't want to see it just peter out on me. Like, uh, I get that because I love Metal Gear Solid Five. Like, I, it's one of my favorite games. And it it feels really wrong that I don't get to like see the like because for me, like I don't like Metal Gear Solid 4 at all. I think it's a terrible game. I think it's a terrible game. But I don't I mean, it's not the best of the series, but I actually I really enjoyed it at the time. I mean, Adam, I, did now you I really good... like sitting there for two and a half hours watching a cutscene? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I haven't I haven't gone back to it. Right. So since this is the game I bought the PS3 for, so I played it in like 07 or 08 and that was it. You know, I think it was 08. Did you beat it? Um, yeah, I beat the game then. And it was I was treated to an hour and a half long movie as an ending. <laughs> It literally an hour and a half because yeah. I remember because I had Gosh. to work the next day and I finished it just before midnight thinking, oh, OK, I'll actually get to bed on a decent time. tonight." <laughs> and then, nope, it was like one thirty when I got to bed that night. Could you not pause it or anything? No. Well, well I didn't like want to mess movie. with it. You can't be like, oh, I'll return tomorrow and watch the rest. <laughs> I mean, that's right. how I, I, I was afraid of these extended editions now. I, I, I know, watched, but like, I was afraid like. When you play a game that long and then you beat it finally, you're just like, I can't. I'm not even going to move. I'm not going to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit here and watch this because if I hit start, what if it skips the whole thing, you know? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact. uh, God of War lets you pause during cutscenes. Yes, it does. Totally fine. That's good. I mean, can we say that? That's a modern. That's that is every game should have that now because that's a modern gaming thing. Yeah. Okay, uh, but, let's see. Next question. I'm gonna skip that one. I'm gonna skip that one. Do oh, Travis's, please. Who, oh yeah, we're, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, JJ I demand in. Travis's. <laughs> you demand. Okay, we'll scroll up. Sorry, JJ. We're scrolling back up. <laughs> Travis Roberts wrote in with a game, uh, a Mary Hug. Forget at the airport. Uh, for those of you who mm. don't listen frequently. Uh, it was Mary Hug Kill. Forget the airport. It seems it's more family friendly, mean. I guess. It's yeah, too it's mean. Mary Hug Kill. It's too people. Mean. Right. Okay. Yeah. And he. Uh, uh, Mary... Sad that killing is. That's okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's okay. We had to replace the other one with hugging. <laughs> I, I do want to say that. Uh, 
we do have a Mary Hug Forget the Airport. Uh, and <laughs> your your uh, your options here are Atreus uh, from God of War, uh, Clank, and Daxter. Um, this is going to be really interesting. If any of you guys decide you would like to marry a, a little boy. <laughs> Yeah, already. That's my. It would first be. Pick. It would be very eye opening, and I. I and we will be. Ending. We will be obligated to contact the authorities. The authorities. So, so here, it turns out. It turns this. out they were playing God of War in the bad way. Here, here's my logic on this, guys. So the only one of these that is like a living thing. That seems to be of <laughs> oh, no. age. Oh no! Okay, hold on. It, <laughs> Sorry, is Daxter? <laughs> I thought you were gonna go in a different direction. <laughs> no. Oh, so you gonna <laughs> hug the heck out of Daxter? <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Daxter. Oh, because marriage uh, uh, includes consummation. Well, <laughs> Indeed. You you <laughs> can apply whatever you like from that. <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna go ahead and hug Atreus. Because I think he's pretty cool. I like him. Yeah. Um, and then I am going to forget Clank at the airport because oh, I, my I think he's a little bit annoying. So, But uh, remind me who Clank is. He's the little he's from, robot, from, robot uh, from Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, Ratchet oh, and yeah, Clank. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, I got to say, I'm going to I'm going to hug Atreus because I feel like, like he, he, he needs, needs yeah. he needs the love. He needs he the encouragement. Need, he's had a rough he's just, life. He's just called boy all the time yeah. you know oh, yeah. and uh so i feel like i'm gonna give that poor little guy a hug yeah and then yeah and then i'm going to marry clank yeah right Who because marry a robot think of how think how clean my house would be if i had a robot <laughs> wife well i'm not gonna tell is that your what you expect you your that. spouse to do for you adam <laughs> well if if my spouse is a robot yes yeah okay. he's, got, and he's right. got a flesh and blood wife so the house is never clean <laughs> Is what Adam's saying. That's true. And then, and then I, and then I'm going to forget Daxter at the airport because man, that Daxter, he's uh, he can he can grade on my nerves a sure. bit. Sure, yeah, I get that. We're in agreement. So don't you yeah. hate the, was, don't you hate the quote unquote wisecracking sidekick that was like <laughs> popular there for like ten years? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, Bubsy was the worst, and he's coming Bubsy's back. So worst. who knows who knows what's going on in this world anymore. Uh, I, I, I liked Daxter. He was like the first. Well, well clearly you're, we want to you marry, marry him. him yeah. Well, we, we had yeah, you Josh. You want to have babies with him. We had Josh. You want to have all Josh Daxter's Cher. babies. I'm not sure how any of that would work, but we had Josh share on the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And he worked yeah. on the Jack and Daxter games and it was fun listening to him talk about the animation tools yeah, of, that's true. of the game and no and, i don't i don't dispute the importance of the game from like a, an and animation a and, and cinematography and from all a that. marriage I just standpoint <laughs> from a marriage from a marital standpoint i think i think daxter is is wanting <laughs> there's the there's the quote of the episode <laughs> also there's the question would he even stay faithful to you Oh. I don't think so. I don't either. Why are we implying that he would be unfaithful? <laughs> we don't know this. He's just wilding. making assumptions. Anyway, let's move I'm sorry on. You, I'm sorry you had to find out like this. Uh, <laughs> this did, is an did, intervention, uh, David. <laughs> did you have the answer? Yeah, Jeremy, what's your answer? Oh, uh, well, honestly, okay, so... 
I wish kill was still a part of it. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Because I would love to kill with kindness. <laughs> Clank. Because okay. I find Clank, I really do find Clank pretty annoying. Like yeah, I think Clank's more Clank. annoying. <laughs> like Clank bothers me. Sure. And like oh, every okay. time I, I, it's like I really like Ratchet. But when I have to play as Clank, I'm always like, ugh, let's get back to the hero, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, I'd probably forget Clank at the airport. And easy, mm-hmm, easy mm-hmm. enough because he's basically luggage. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I'm with you, David. I would marry Daxter. Like, cause Thank one, you. Thank marrying you. Atreus. <laughs> We're going to have to do it in Hawaii for one. Yeah, and, Atreus um, is just not an option to marry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, I know, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. But <laughs> you know what? I, I'm changing my option. I'm marrying Atreus because <laughs> I'm going to wait a good solid 10 years till he's of age. Oh, okay. And all, right, all right. All right. We're going to be go. sending playing, love letters to each other you're the, playing the long time. Game. And, you know, we're probably going to have a great life. You know, screw you guys. <laughs> you found it. You found Who are the you to judge? <laughs> And then I'll hug Daxter because, come on, that dude is huggable. There you go. <laughs> That's basically a kitty. Yeah, it's like, basically a kitty. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> so, JJ wrote in. Yes. Labo thoughts. No, not, is it? It's Labo. It's not, I think it's Labo. I, I think it might be Labo. <laughs> no. Scientists have yet to decide. It's, it's, it's like Lipo, liposuction. Um, oh, li- man. Lipo thoughts. <laughs> uh, Labo is cool. I'm not going to get it. It looks cool. How much is it? It's a lot for cardboard. Mm. Uh, if you want the big robot kit, I think that's like 70 bucks. I think it's 80 bucks, honestly. 80 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, they're the most like, expensive boxes to play robot in. Yeah, my first seriously. thought was like, I'm gonna go behind Walmart and grab every box of cardboard <laughs> I can. It's free. I, I didn't. I didn't think they included the cardboard. Yeah, yeah they do. Okay. Yeah, I, like, I can't Damn, find. The how price. am I gonna get all that cardboard? <laughs> I can't find the price of Labo because it's sold out, and so on Amazon it's currently 123 dollars. For oh, the wow. uh, variety kit, and it's currently $118 for the robot kit. So hmm. I, I think it's strange that a, a system that is uh, praised for being this portable powerhouse is now going to also require me to carry huge boxes around <laughs> to play a robot game. <laughs> I don't think so. I think well, I'm hey out. Hey, guys, could you help me grab a bunch of stuff out of my car? <laughs> <laughs> guys, I brought Labo over. Help me yeah. unload several trips of boxes. <laughs> It's like when you try to bring Rock Band to somebody's house. It's terrible. It's like, oh, really it's the is, worst. Yeah. It's like, hey, are you guys moving? No, no, we're playing Switch. <laughs> I, I think the thing that scares me the most is like spending $80 on a cardboard robot suit. Yeah. Have like, and then, As it should. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine if you ordered something from Amazon and like your kid stepped on the box. And you're like, well, that was $80. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. Or you throw it out because you think it's a part of the packing. I I will say this though. I do applaud Nintendo for being so insane that they release a box game. You know that you play with the cardboard. Like I think that's only Nintendo has the guts to do that kind of thing, and I think that's kind of what makes their company special. And in their defense, like the reviewers love it. Everyone's loving Labo. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's getting a lot of hype. It's working. 
I, it's just not for me. I'm sure if I had kids that were like into Nintendo games, they'd be all about the, the Oh, your cardboard. kid's not into it? I don't have kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that you can talk about on the podcast? I understand. Yeah. I don't well, have. They're spread no. out all across the country. No, I don't. So. I don't yeah. have a family. I'm not yeah, married. He, well, I, he married He married a small feline. So, <laughs> so it's going to be hard children. to have children. Let's just say that. <laughs> no. He's not a feline. He's like a weasel or something. Speaking of small felines, alien. we don't we don't even know what his genitals look like or if it's a him. <laughs> it's not a weasel. It's sure. a spirit. Oh. It's my wife. Arts it's my wife. Up. It's not a weasel. It's my wife. <laughs> classic Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, you remember that one? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite one. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Gosh. All right, Mike, uh, you want to carry on? Yeah, John John Robina, uh-huh. he wrote in and said, who would you rather have as a sidekick, Mimir or a Palico? So I need to just start now, off. I only I know what know. one of those things is. Yeah, me too. I don't I, know what Mimir is. Oh, I don't know what a Palico is. Oh. We better get good. All right. <laughs> yeah, okay. your wisdom. <laughs> Would you like to know what a palico is, Mike? Yes, please. What is it? It is the little cat, the sentient cat sidekicks from Monster Hunter World. Oh, okay. Yes. I got Which you. also are awesome cooks. They're all cooks. They're <laughs> very good cooks. That makes sense. Yeah, and so so Wait, Mike, is Mimir what? is Mimir the tree guy from God of War? Uh, I don't. I haven't made that far in God of War yet. Uh, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know who Mimir is. Mimir? Well, none of us know oh, who Mimir is. No, no, I he know. He may be from God of War. I, I mean, I think he's in that game. I'm not far yep. enough in to say for yes. sure. But he's uh, in God of War. Yeah, yes, yeah. and he is a sidekick. Okay. okay, there you go. Yep, there we go. In in I think in Norse mythology, Mimir is like a super wise guy uh, who. Uh, gets his head chopped off and then Odin keeps it around and still asks it cool questions like when he well, doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I think he got imprisoned in a tree first, right? No? I no, I don't know. I know he uh, lost in, his head and Odin decided that that would be a way someone to keep yeah, that bad yeah, boy. Yeah, he, he, he does get... He's, there's some tree business, I'll just say. It's yeah. like there's when some your tree. wife says that your friend can't hang out anymore, but you're like, listen, what if I cut off his head and keep that around? Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let me just say, side note, God of War is making me want to read... Uh, Neil Gaiman actually just turned Norse mythology into oh, yeah. a novel. Yeah. And I really want to read it now after after like mm. playing God of War. So. It's really good, too. I recommend it. It's really good. Yeah. Book. Nice. Oh, cool. Awesome. Can't wait. And Palico is the cat from Monster Hunter. Yeah. The sentient right? cat friends that like stand on two feet and are um, now he, he looks awfully cute. But is he is he wisecracking? No, they don't talk. They don't they even don't speak. Oh, OK. They speak cat. Well, yeah, they speak okay, cat. I'm yeah. into it. I think I'm I would into take a cat a, sidekick. I'll take a severed head friend. That, those cats look creepy. <laughs> <laughs> They're way too big. They look creepy. Oh, really? Because David married one. <laughs> 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 yeah, are you going to insult his wife? Like say. <laughs> I've got no words. <laughs> Michael, do you have any more tweets for us? Um, yeah, I got uh, I got two more. All right. Let's, let's what about a community these. question? Do we have that? Uh, we do, if we have time for it. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if we have time. I don't even know how long we've been recording. Why don't we just do the? Why don't uh, we we do probably the just have to question. cut it off right here. <laughs> you might have to. Uh, Josh Bailey wrote in and said, "In the spirit of Detroit, which SBF is most likely an android?" Mm. We already know the answer to that question. This is true. I feel like this was set up. I spent an entire episode talking like an android the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. David bought. Yeah. Did David you really, like, David? Yeah, he well, malfunctioned. Not on purpose. It was, oh. um, 
it was it was like a recording glitch and it made me sound like a robot the whole oh, time. You sounded like it was it was pretty great. No, it was terrible. Story. It was the worst. Yeah, I think David is 100% the robot. Yeah, I'm the robot. <laughs> we have the evidence. Okay. Well, that was an easy one. I mean, I mean unless we're talking about emotions, Mike. Well, Ooh. you know. Yeah, you robot. I may be jerk. a robot, but <laughs> I was trying to think of something we to say after that, but just nothing nothing you got, was no, there. You didn't feel anything. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I barely felt anything when you said that. <laughs> uh, you just called me a robot? Right. Wow. No emotional uh at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel nothing. All right, Michael. Uh, John uh, Paguintio, uh, he wrote in. That's I think how it's Paguintu. Uh, yeah, well, both are probably correct. It's native. Uh, just depending on where you're from. I need yeah. a new game to play on the Switch. You guys have any suggestions? Oh, and, Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild. Get <laughs> no, Mario he's probably playing Odyssey. <laughs> get that Labo. <laughs> Tell us how it is. <laughs> you know, Golf <laughs> Story is fun. Golf Story is really fun. Golf oh, Story yeah. is good. I yeah, think Golf um, Story is good. Uh, what's it? Celeste? Is that what it's called? That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Yeah, that's Celeste a perfect ten awesome. according to uh, many outlets. Yeah, it's um, really guys. I played it and it is really good. I mean, yeah. I'm a huge, huge, huge uh, Towerfall Ascension fan, so I really want to get that game for Switch. Well, so, so let me put it this way: it's it's not only is it control really well, but it's got this kind of like really heartfelt like pixel story kind of you know what i mean like those mm -hmm. kind of like indie style storytelling kind of tropes where it's mm -hmm. like there's something really deep happening but on the surface it looks like a kind of silly pixel game yeah but, but there's actually something really powerful happening underneath it's really that's good. awesome it's really good yeah i can't wait that's one that i i can't miss uh so yeah golf story is also a very good pick though uh so celeste and golf story those will keep you those will tide you over until whatever the next big switch release is, which is probably like smash brothers or something like that. And, and well, one, one last thing, if you like, depending on how hard you want the game, Celeste is a lot harder than golf story. Oh, I'll play mm, it. oh okay. Golf story is a little more casual. Celeste gets really hard. Oh, for casuals. Yeah. It's for casuals. Well, I, so I'm not a big fan of really hard games. Like I, I played about half of shovel Knight, and I'm like, I'm good. It's too hard. Yeah. Oh man. I love that game. Not Okay. So well, so like it, it got hard, hard when you it got it got hard at the end when you had a boss rush like every boss in a row. Yeah, I, that but was it's pretty also hard tricky. because I'm like a bit of a completionist when it comes to side scrollers, and that's the hard stuff in Shovel Knight. And so I just oh, okay, I get keep you. trying to do that over and over because I have to get it, and then I can't get it, and then I'm like, eh, I'm gonna stop now. So oh, David, man. that's that's exactly what Celeste is like. The end game of Celeste is super hard. Oh, boy. Like, it gets real, real nutty hard. So I'm going to recommend Golf Story. Yeah, Golf Story. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of lisps, um, I feel like we should... <laughs> this is another another very organic segue. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we should address what happened on the last episode. I, what, did we didn't something, get any comments did something uh, about it. Well, no one listens, so it does, that's why. Oh, that's, that's probably it. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I f well, we did address it on Twitter, but if, if you don't follow us on Twitter, um, yeah, I... Got got a little overzealous with the DSer when I was editing last uh, Fortnite's podcast mm -hmm. and I accidentally gave Mike and David and myself 
hardcore lisps. Um, <laughs> and so especially toward the end of the episode where we're talking about Spider-Man and saying S's a whole lot. Um, yeah, we, we all had super hardcore lisps. And I just wanted to make sure anyone listening knows that that was not like us making fun of people with lisps. And it was not, <laughs> and it was not us doing it on purpose. It was 100% an accident of technology. So. Can I just say how amazing that would have been if you guys would have unspoken started making fun of people with lists and then just kept it up? Just kept it up. Yeah. We, we finished up, up the episode. We turned off the recording and like, we got him. We got him. We got him. We roasted him. We roasted. It's about time somebody took people with lists down you know, a pig. People you know? with lists need to understand what a blight they are. Yes. <laughs> We roasted him. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. I like a person so, with a lisp listening to your podcast going, oh wow. Oh wow. This is about me. I'm out. I'm out. so tacked right now. You got to imagine it's, there's oh, like somebody wow. listening for the very first time in that episode and they're like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Wow, that's super yeah, because insensitive. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I feel like the beginning of the episode sounded fine, and then it was like the last half hour, hardcore lisps. Yeah, and I it's don't, weird. I don't understand it. It's very so, weird. So anyway, if you didn't hear it, go enjoy that, because it's also kind of <laughs> hilarious to hear, <laughs> hear us all talking about Spider-Man um, like that. So anyway, um, Mike, if you would. Good, sir. Uh, what would you like me to do? <laughs> I'm here, to, I'm here to serve. What would you like? The, the community question, please. Oh, okay. We're still doing that. What would um, you like me to do? I thought the second was over. Um, I was looking at Twitter. I don't know, Mike. <laughs> I was trying back to figure to you, out. David. <laughs> to figure back to the web. I, I don't have a thing here. I'm trying to return Target closed. Oh, gosh. Oh, all right. So, fine. community question? Yeah, community question. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> So what if we I have tears in my two? eyes. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try that again. Okay. Take two. Yes. Wolfenstein 2 comes to Nintendo Switch in June. Mm-hmm. What one game are you dying to see come to Switch next? Um, and so we, we gotta, uh, ideally, I was putting this out there as like ideally asking for the multi-platform kind of stuff. Obviously, Nintendo stuff's going to come to Switch, right? Right. Right. But. We got yeah. a lot of responses for Half-Life 3, which I I don't think makes a lot of sense. Are you serious? We did? <laughs> yeah. What, what if they announced it as a Switch exclusive? <laughs> That'd be really wow. weird. It, so, actually, I'm really more. excited for Valkyria Chronicles. The nice. remaster. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Is it, it's the first one, right? Yeah, it's the first one. And by the way, fantastic game. Awesome. Really, and the fact that it's getting a remaster on Switch, which, by the way, like really good platform for it, because it's a mm-hmm. tactics game, but it's like, it's 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 really meaty. It's really like it's like no other tactics game you've played before, and I'm so happy it's coming. I know that's not a game that's not coming, and this is about wish list, but man, that yeah, would have yeah. been on the top of my wish list. Sweet, cool. Uh, uh, I'm gonna just point out one of, of these answers that I like. A lot of a lot. people ask David to just pick. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, we got Joseph Grimm saying, none. I played a Switch and I didn't like it. On the flip side, whatever game that would make David J. Tate the happiest. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then also, uh, Quijibo said, I concur. It's not really for me. Whatever David thinks is best. All hail David. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening right now? I don't know. You guys are, uh, you guys are We're chopped liver. You're doing a lot We're of Switch, liver. 
I'm doing a lot of Twitch, yeah. and you're very guess, handsome. Well, see if you guys started streaming. Maybe you get some replies like this, too. Oh, so are your fans stream. literally picking sides right now? I, I think know. they are. I think, <laughs> I'm the favorite. I think we just discovered that I'm the favorite. So... David rules. You guys are stupid. I want to hear about David talk more. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I've always kind of of been more lovable than you guys, anyway. So fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue it. I don't have emotions, so I'm not really leaning one way or the other. (laughs) David's like the Daxter of this crew. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone just wants to marry me. So um, wait, he's the Daxter. My, that makes Mike the Clank, I guess, because he's yeah. the robot. Oh yeah, there you you're go. the Atreus. <laughs> I'm Atreus. the Atreus. I like it. He's the the yeah. That's I'm good. Boy, uh, I'm boy. Just call me boy, boy. please. <laughs> uh, I, I want to point out. I really liked Josh Bailey Know It Man's answer. Um, virtual oh, yeah. console. He thought outside the box, and that is a hundred percent what I want. Yeah, that is a really good answer. Yeah. Oh, so we could play like Legend of the Mystical Ninja and Castle. Every game and... ever that I want to play on the no, Switch. No, I'm again. Done, done naming them all. Um, oh, okay, that's, and... that's it. Okay. <laughs> Man, I would love to see. Um, I would love to see CD Projekt Red somehow use their witch magic and port <laughs> The Witcher Three to the Switch. Oh, Witcher, so Witcher magic. Can, yeah, and then then I can play. Could use play one more console pool. to not finish it on. <laughs> yeah exactly i could play like at least 80 percent of it though yeah why do you get more play out of your switch than anything um well i i just i'm in a van pool for the commute so i i take oh. it with and and play games and stuff in the in the van sometimes so oh, yeah. i i feel like if i was dedicated if i had the switch with the witcher on it i would i would make it through the game i feel mm. like perhaps hmm I, I would actually say, <laughs> what was that? Oh pause man, this was a super powerful pause. Um, it, was, it was a pregnant pause. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I would say, like, so when we say virtual <laughs> console, are we saying like games even that showed up on the Wii U? No, I think the rumor is it's going to go up to GameCube. This yeah, GameCube time. and back. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. that would be amazing. It would. Yeah, be, it'd be super sweet. Because, I mean, there uh, were so many good games on GameCube. Eternal yeah. Darkness. I'd like to play that again. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there a rumor a while back that Part 2 was being made? Well, they the I can't remember the, the guys that were working on, like, the spiritual successor of that game, but the Kickstarter yes. uh, <clears throat> like, failed, like, two or three times. So, I mean, oh, I don't, yeah, they were happen. trying to crowdfund it on Kickstarter, and then they tried to crowdfund it somewhere else, and it just, there wasn't, there wasn't enough heat behind it. Mm. Mm. Uh, I don't I think enough people to... even played that game. What's that? I don't think a lot of people even played that game. No, I talk about it all the time and no one's ever heard of it. So that's very sad. Mm. Uh, We should read some other uh, answers here. Let's see. Like uh, Cindy, the cat said survival tactics, strategy games like for the king, Thea, the awakening, Valkyria Chronicles and XCOM. XCOM would be a great choice for Switch, by the way. XCOM would be amazing. Um, yeah, that's a good answer. Uh, let's see. NT- wait, 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 hold on. Cindy the Cat named two very obscure games that I've never heard of right in those For first the two. King. For the King and Thea I've, the Awakening? I've never heard of those. I have never heard of them either. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds I like Cindy the Cat uh, is very into... Sorry, Cindy, you're out of making luck. Making up games? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're out of luck. Nobody's heard of those games. <laughs> uh, NTFTT pod wrote and said uh, some kind of uh, Mortal Kombat or Injustice game. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be cool. Good. Yeah, play some Injustice on the go. There isn't really any fighting games on Switch yet, are there? I mean, no. there's Street Fighter, the Street Fighter 2 remake. Yeah, that's okay. bad. Okay. 
Well, I mean, one problem is that like Switch right now or Nintendo is basically like if you're making a game for us, you have to make sure it works with two Joy-Cons. Like, yeah, so that's, a little rough. that's pretty hard to do with a fighting game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, other than Smash, <laughs> like you can kind of make Smash work. Yeah, that's true. Um, OK, let's see. John Robina said. I would love I would stink and love a persona game on there. I would probably be more inclined to finish persona five if I could take it with me. I a hundred percent agree with that one too. Like I kind of want to play persona five, but also like it's very long and like a lot of my gaming time comes when I'm like out of town, like for games like that, like really long games. um, Like it usually takes like a vacation for me to like, yeah, even feel comfortable diving into them. Cause you know what you got to do, David, get yourself a Vita remote play that but, bad boy well, that's a but really like david that answer <laughs> that's a super david answer isn't it <laughs> <laughs> david is always selling us the vita isn't he no he is he's, he is some people would use the word obsessed i meant adam adam selling <laughs> us the vita yeah that's adam i, I i'm a big Get switch yourself, fan see I that's how right i cleaned here. up yeah. that's that's okay so i got that horizon zero dawn tr- uh, platinum as we all know yep. yeah mm-hmm. and and <laughs> how i polished off a lot of those trophies after i beat the game was yeah just remote play on the vita so but, i'm just saying but i've got my switch right here it's right here yeah but you can't yeah, play but horizon can, zero dawn on that i don't, I don't can, care <laughs> can you remote play your ps4 with it no i don't want i don't to. know what it's good for then we I, should I probably sell people stuff remotely <laughs> I don't want to have to be on Wi-Fi to play my game. I want to just play my game. I mean, there's just definitely your phone. The Switch is fine. great for airplanes. That's one thing I, lo- I love about yeah. it. Exactly. No, I, I for sure, we, my wife and I played Mario Kart on, on an airplane together, and it was like a dream come true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that's why the Switch is doing so, so well, you know? Yeah. But... Anyway, I digress. It is about time for me to sell you guys things. Adam, I have too Ooh. much money. I don't know what to do with it. Jeremy, do you have this similar problem? Uh, no, I actually need money, and I was going to uh, direct everybody to my Patreon. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. Yes, I have way too much money yeah. and nothing to spend it on. Right. Well, I don't know if this is the right ad for you. I mean, but, hey, Adam, hang on. I want to point out we have like $33 on our Twitch right now. We got yeah. to spend it somewhere. Spend it. Wow. Holy smokes. <laughs> Rolling so, it. All right. Gamefly, you guys. Okay. Gamefly. Yeah. Are you guys tired of buying $60 games every day and not being able to put gas in your car? Well, Gamefly has got you covered. With Gamefly, you can rent over 9,000 games and movies with no late fees and no commitments. I like You're the free- smarmy character that you do. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can I just like, say something? Can I, can I give yes. you an honest uh, review of Gamefly? One of, the, yeah. one of the best things I ever did in video gaming was subscribe to Gamefly. Whoa. Because I got really? to play everything instead of like, because I didn't feel bad about playing games that I wouldn't normally buy because uh-huh. it felt super painless to be like, I'm going to try it. And some games I ended up loving and they ended up being some of my, like Dark Souls. I was never going to buy Dark Souls. I game yeah. played it, played it, and ended up buying it. Wow. That's, that's a, hey, that's a testimonial right there. You can Gameplay take that one to the bank. changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> man, I love this. This is, man, we should just have you do the ads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gameplay <laughs> took me out of addiction and made me stronger. <laughs> I subscribed to Gameplay and also lost 70 pounds. They're probably related. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mike was literally so, 476 pounds. It was gross, guys. And Gameplay saved us. gross. <laughs> uh, still 406 pounds, so it's a problem. But 
I mean, it's a long road to recovery, and thank goodness I'll have games to play along the way. <laughs> so anyway, you guys, go to GameFlyOffer.com slash SBFVGS. Once again, that's GameFlyOffer.com slash SBFVGS to kick off your sweet, sweet Gamefly subscription with a free month of game rentals. Goes madness in any direction. Are you ready for the topic? Meat and potato time. Oh, mm. meat. I think I'm ready. I mean, it is 1 a.m. in New York yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hour and a half in. I'm Just ready. Just starting the topic. I'm ready for it, but maybe yeah. let's not make it a super long topic. So No, I, I don't think this one will be super long. I This is uh, based off the news story that Valve has purchased the independent game studio Campo Santo. Of course, the creators of Firewatch and the upcoming In the Valley of Gods. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to know, kind of just open the topic up. Like, what do you guys think this means for A, Campo Santo as a studio, uh-huh. B, it, the game In the Valley of Gods, and then right. C, Valve's strategy going forward? It means that Campo Santo is going to add a lot of hat DLC purchases to uh, In the Valley of Gods. Also, the game <laughs> will shift entirely to multiplayer and there'll be no single player um and, and now it's wow, david you went really dark on that and one. then, yeah. And yeah, then they'll never the release another timeline. game and then they'll never release another game after that no one. that's what's gonna I, ma- I made the, i made the cynical joke that uh, they were all being transitioned to steam support technical oh. support oh, call yeah. center. we could all do this okay uh in the valley of gods is now a hearthstone uh clone <laughs> <laughs> it's now a card game yeah, it's a card game, yeah. Jeremy, you want to dig on him too? Um, <laughs> shoot. Uh, what could I say? Oh, yeah. Campo Santo's third game? Never gonna happen. Exactly. <laughs> nice. I like it. Exactly. Uh, so, so essentially with the, the press release, or, you know, some, some sources were able to confirm, at least, was that Campo Santo is remaining intact as a team, and they're continuing to work on In the Valley of Gods. Um and so that's really good news. They're moving. They're relocating up to Washington. Dude, this is great uh, news for Campo Santo. I mean, it, oh, must yeah, be, yeah. it must be wonderful to be them right now. Yeah, just be like, oh, a, a bottomless piggy bank to make this game as good as we can. Sweet. Well, not only that, to, to that Valve picked you, you know? Yeah. yeah. They haven't bought a company in a long time, as far as I'm aware, anyway. No, no, you're totally right. Like, yeah, I think the last game, one was like Turtle, Turtle Rock or something. The guys that and they made uh, Left 4 Dead one, mm-hmm. uh, and then they started working on Left 4 Dead two, and then they all left Valve. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and you know and why then, they left? Why is that? Because Valve doesn't make video games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Gabe Newell recently said that they were doubling down. They were they wanted to start making games again, and I feel like this is them maybe shortcutting that a little bit and think, saying, okay, yeah, we're going to release some Valve games really soon here. It, you know, this one's already like 50% done or whatever, you know? Yeah. I wonder if they're going to make Campo Santo uh, change the engine to the source engine. Oh, hilarious. I know. Seriously, <laughs> like, I, I could see them pulling that. Like that's, that's the one stipulation of being bought 
Interesting. Like they, they want people to use that engine, right? Like they just updated it for Dota 2. It's like Source 2 now or something. Yeah. Uh, I I hope not because that will delay the game drastically. Well, yeah, that would. But, they'd have well, to. So I'm yeah. call, I'm calling this, you guys, and you can mark this. Mark this on your calendars, everybody. Okay. Everybody <laughs> listening. Ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Artifact is going to be a Hearthstone killer. I think it's yeah? going to be a Hearthstone killer. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. Because I think that Valve has seen everything that Hearthstone has done wrong because it's done a lot of things wrong, even though it's really popular. And I mean, I play it. I think it's a really cool card game. It's kind of like how Hearthstone looked at Magic the Gathering and went, I see everything Magic the Gathering's doing wrong and I'm going to fix it. (laughs) Blizzard said that. And I think Artifact is getting the hindsight of how Hearthstone is getting a lot of things wrong and is going to go, okay, I can fix that. Kind of like Gwent kind of did the same thing. Gwent has had the hindsight to be able to fix a lot of the problems Hearthstone has. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I want to make sure we're pronouncing it right. It's Hearthstone. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Hearthstone. <laughs> no, that's Scottish. We're doing, oh. we're doing Irish. Oh, it's Hearthstone. Oh. Hearthstone. Oh, we touch of the Hearthstone. <laughs> there you go. Just a there wee touch go. of it, me love. <laughs> So so back on track though, I'm I'm thinking about okay, so yeah, this is great for Cantos Campo Santa. They're they're getting they have all this money behind them. They don't have to worry that maybe their next game is the game that ends their studio if it really flops, you know? Um which is, you know, that's it's a legitimate concern. You have if you have one really popular game and then the next game you put a lot of time and resources into and it doesn't do well. I mean, um, and so you have that. But also, I feel like in the Valley of Gods, I mean, well, do you guys think that it might now be a little bit larger in scope? Maybe they have uh, some some development resources they can pull in from other teams within Valve or or what? I mean. They could, but I mean, the the interesting thing is they made a big hullabaloo, hullabaloo about how the, the Campo Santo, Campo San, goodness, I can't talk anymore. Go the Campo Santo team is staying intact. Yes. Like, why would mm-hmm. they make a big deal about that if then all of a sudden they were going to grow the team? I don't know. It, so it, they don't they don't necessarily even have to do it that way, right? Like, there's there's other deals like like that have done in the past, like Sony has done with like that game company and and. uh who who made um, uh, unfinished Swan and and uh, oh right uh, Red Sparrow um, yeah I forget Giant Swan so Giant so Swan? I'll, I can no. tell you a little bit about what happened there Giant Sparrow it, Giant Sparrow, Giant Sparrow. Giant Sparrow. Right. so, so they have a one program of the like that, at Santa Monica Studios where like you move in and you basically work out of Santa Monica Studios for X number of time and it's still your team but mm-hmm. you you get a chance to meet with all these other folks and like pull in resources to ask questions or. Yeah, get, get some expertise get cool from other areas. Yeah. So I actually know one of the um, – I, I know the company that bought um, Edith Finch from Giant Sparrow. Oh, really? Because Giant Sparrow was in a really bad place because they had gone way over time. And um, Annapurna, um, the, the gaming side, Annapurna Interactive, actually bought mm-hmm. um, Edith Finch because they were like, listen, we'll buy it from you for a discount and what we'll do is we'll – we will give you the extra little bit of time that you need, but we're being really strict about how much time you get. This is it. Like, because mm-hmm. they were, they were in a bad place. They weren't going to have a finished game and they're like, we'll take it. And so the game was actually smaller than they wanted it to be. Hmm. 
and you can kind of see that from the end. Actually, you can mm-hmm. see that Edith, if you play Edith Finch, no, it, no spoilers, no spoilers. It, uh, yeah. So the, when the main character dies at the end, um, <laughs> <laughs> dang it, Jeremy! You're like, this wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> No, but I actually think that I think that uh, in the Valley of the Gods is probably close to being done, and yeah. so I think I think this is probably Valve going. We want you guys because we like what you guys are doing, and you're getting a lot of hype for not much. Because mm. like Firewatch, it didn't was a small team. I don't really like the game a lot, but I it made it. a huge splash. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Remember when I talked about liking walking simulators? Sure. I mean, yeah. I, let me put it this way. I like walking simulators, too, but Firewatch felt like it promised me something that it didn't deliver on. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. bothered me a little bit because I felt I, I came out of it going, wow, that game was not it kind of didn't fulfill this feeling of like I thought I was unraveling something. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was kind of for me one of the most surprising and delightful things about Firewatch was mm. that it sets it up to where you think there's going to be this you know, uh, you think the story is going to head in a very specific direction right? or I- at least into cer- a certain genre. And then it doesn't. And it gives you a very, uh, I guess, a very grounded story. And yeah. I don't know. I, I, I really liked that about the game. It, it kind of turned turned my expectations on its on their ear. Yes. I liked it. You know, there was parts of it that I liked and I liked the moments where I was like invested. But I mm-hmm. also will say that the game had a lot going for it that I felt like, oh, this game is kind of on rails. I'm not really exploring anywhere. Mm. I'm kind of meant to go in a certain... I mean, it's a, it's a walking simulator, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we... Yeah. That's the point. I mean, like, walking simulators are rarely like, watch out, you could get killed by an alien. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I think you've just come up with the next great walking simulator. <laughs> yeah, watch yeah. out, you could be killed by an alien from the makers of Artifact. <laughs> it's a great title it just rolls off the tongue i mean i I want you guys to go watch the in the valley of the gods trailer again and tell me that doesn't look so scripted and and like of course it is yeah it it looks very good though i i think uh i think just from a walking simulator fan standpoint like i'm i'm really excited about the game okay um I mean, it's but, style, tons of style, tons of style. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious to see, like, what do you guys think about Valve's strategy going forward? Do you think they're, this is just the first of many acquisitions that they're going to start mm. picking up, you know, they all, certainly all manner of indie studios, you know, yeah. and, and building a stable of, of cool indies that release, you know, games every few years. Or maybe they just make Half-Life 3. <laughs> no, they won't do that. Um, I no, loved but Barry, they could. I loved Barry Black's comment, uh, it was like conspiracy theory style uh, on the community question. Oh, yeah. Wolfenstein two pl- plus, plus one game equals three. Half Life three confirmed. It's <laughs> very, very good. Yeah, I, I, I think it makes sense, right? Like if they they buy up indie studios, uh, not going to cost them much. Um, yeah, uh, up front or or really even in the long run. Um, you get you get like these great kind of unique game experiences, and they have a platform to already push the thing right to the top. You know, mm-hmm. you banner these things on Steam, and they do well. Yeah. So I think it's a good strategy, and I think they'll they'll probably yeah they'll start probably buying up a few uh, indie studios here and see how it does. Not only yeah, that, I, not only do oh, they go for do it. they have the power to banner it, but they could also push it kind of on you with with sales and recommendations oh, yeah, and for things sure. like that. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the Valve the Valve games in the Steam sales they always get just like ridiculously cheap. Like I, I can't remember they were selling like every Valve game ever. Oh, what was it? I can't remember the price. I remember being I remember seeing it and being like, "What? That's insane!" Um, I do remember the, about two years ago there was a winter sale where I was buying games for like 95 cents going, oh my gosh, what is happening? I got to buy all these games. <laughs> and then I ended up spending like $400. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> uh, you're just like beads of sweat, like clicking yeah. furiously. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, yeah, I, I think the, the Valve strategy going forward could be yeah to acquire a bunch of studios and then they really will be cranking out games again um i think they ended up you know going through that whole dry spell where, where they weren't creating any games uh i know they lost a lot of talent during that time yeah um you know every week you're hearing about so and so who left and you yeah. know leaked that half-life 3 script online or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah it's uh it's it's a very interesting time for Valve. I'm, I'm curious to see kind of what they do next and what you know do you, if, uh, what do you think the chances are and, and maybe Jeremy can can inside baseball this for us and let us know. What do you think the chances are that Valve will pick up on the gem that everyone has just left on the floor and make that VR game for Murder She Wrote? Oh, you mean how Angela Lansbury is super ready to put some balls on a, a suit balls on a suit and go for uh, <laughs> this was going a different direction yeah. <laughs> sure <laughs> i was like am i gonna have to bleep this <laughs> no you know you, you put the balls on safe. your suit and you yeah get on, the, some... on the mocap suit yeah, yeah. mocaps <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like let's go full murder she wrote there, there's a oh, there's man. a murder she wrote episode where she goes into the virtual world and and does virtual mm. murder mystery games yeah that was uh the Is adaptation really? of disclosure yeah yeah they adapted wow, Disclosure for Murder, She Wrote. It's, it's excellent, and uh, I like Murder, She Wrote. I just kind of want to get that out there. Was where this was do, going. You, do you actually like Murder, She Wrote? I do. Wow. I do, too. I do, too. In, I think it's great. I, you know, I used to really enjoy Columbo, too. I just, Columbo there's is great. Something about but there's something the, about the competency. Lansbury. Yeah, yeah, you know, no. No, I, I won't dispute it. Yeah. I mean, have you guys, I don't know who said it, but there's this theory. It's like, dude, this old lady showing up every time somebody's murdered. She's no, suspect <laughs> she, number one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, she may be doing the murders. <laughs> she, she like, that be must be one. weird for her. She's on vacation. Somebody gets murdered. She's like, it's in her neighborhood. <laughs> every murder every week. Like, She's like, gosh. there's a curse. I'm solving a murder every week and they still keep happening everywhere. <laughs> Hey, uh, I just found footage of the Angela Lansbury murder she wrote. Oh, did you find VR it? episode? Yeah, didn't that look fun? <laughs> oh. oh man, I think I think we just figured out what the thumbnail art should be for it this episode. It is so good. <laughs> look at her. <laughs> it's so good. Oh All right. yes. I uh, will. We we better wrap it up, you guys. Oh, all right, all right. It is we're 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 this is a doozy of an episode. It is a doozy. Um, I, so uh, let's go ahead and any closing thoughts on the Valve topic. I like Valve. my Angel Lansbury thing I said. Valve, I'm, <laughs> I, Valve, I'm only giving you a hard time because I love you and I want to see you make Half Life Three. I do think here. I, I do. I do think one thing, and I think this is probably going to happen because there's not the same kind of weight as Half Life. I think we're going to see a Left 4 Dead three. Okay. I think what so about, too. Yeah. What about Portal Three? 
Mm, probably not, because it's, it's all, now so tied in to Half-Life. All I want is Portal 3. I don't care about Half-Life. I think Chell is now half-life in the garbage kind of part of the Give me Portal canon. 3. Yeah, no, yeah. Portal, Portal and Half-Life are in the same universe, for sure. Uh, but I think Portal 3 is more likely than Half-Life 3. Sad, but true. Yeah, I agree. All right, you guys. End of the show plugs for men and women and AI. <sighs> Super guest friend, Jeremy Fox. Uh, oh. Where can people find you online? Oh, uh, well, I can say Run Games, um, our, our game Football Heroes Online is mobile. And yeah. uh, Football oh. Heroes Pro is mobile. So you can play those for free. They're free mobile games. All we Look want out. is your money. Sweet. <laughs> All we want is your <laughs> sweet, sweet microtransactions. <laughs> Give them to me. I demand them. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> So you guys can play those. We have some. Uh, we uh, that it's also coming to PC in probably about six to eight months, and then we're also oh, okay. working on Soccer Heroes. So look for that. Good times. Nice. Good time. And uh, Football Heroes very uh, tech mobile inspired. Super from what tech I saw. Inspired. Yes. Yeah. Super tech. It, it's pretty pretty sweet. If you have the nostalgia for such things as I do, um, then you will most likely enjoy yourself. Imagine tech mobile, but every few minutes you have to pay a dollar. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sounds like my kind you're of game. Really, you're really selling. Uh, you how, you sold uh, GameFly so well, and now like, you're biffing it so hard on your own game. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, go to run game. Is it RunGames.com? Uh, sure, but we're on the App Store. Uh, you can on find us store. on the App Store. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And you can keep up with us at SPFVGS.com and you can find our links to our episodes there, social media, YouTube, Twitch, merchandise, and more, you guys. And more. And more. There's more than merchandise? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Love. So if, if you haven't used it yet, of course, we would super appreciate it if you guys want to give us your free Twitch Prime subscription this month. Uh, either way, drop by twitch.tv slash SBFEGS to check out David's regular gaming streams. That's what, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday? Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, all yes. starting at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Unless we're recording us via VGS on a Thursday night, then I start the stream at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. But you're a wild man. I always you're announce it on Twitter. Please show up. It's fun. I like to play video yeah. games with you guys. It's this is to me. It feels like the old video game sleepovers where a person was playing the game and then everyone else is talking and making fun of it and having a good time. Yeah. yeah hang out Drop with me. By. At my by, sleepovers, it was completely quiet and everybody oh. watched me with respect. <laughs> <laughs> Those sound less fun. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, see your, let's see your I'm playing a video game, you guys. Oh my like I'm mistake. trying to hack into the Matrix in Shadowrun. <laughs> Be quiet, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so if you get a chance, leave us an iTunes review. You can also show your support for the show by signing up for that sweet, sweet Gamefly trial at GameflyOffer.com slash SPFVGS. Um, yep. Yeah. A very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome face. Mm, 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 mm. And you can follow us on Twitter at SBFVGS Podcast. I am Barry White. That's B-U-R-Y-W-I-T-E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. Um, Jeremy, are you on the tweets? Uh, yeah, I'm Jay Lee Fox. 
J-A-Y-L-E-E Fox. Sweet. And you can check out our Twitter profiles for PSN, Xbox, uh, Switch info if you want to play games with us online and be our friend. And once again, thank you, Jeremy. It has been awesome having you. It's been a long time coming. We've been trying to work it out to where uh, you can be on the I show. I'm glad I got to be on the show. Thanks it yeah, it's been yeah, good thanks times. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And make sure you check out uh, Jeremy's and David, podcast. David, you're safe. You're safe. I'm not replacing yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you check out Jeremy's uh, Friday Night Quests um, on the iTunes store or wherever you find your podcast. It's a super sweet D&D podcast. Um, yeah. And that's it. That is it. That's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 94. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more really good dad jokes <laughs> and other talk on gaming. Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, goodbye. Bye. See you guys. How crazy is it to see a company poop the bed that hard and then yeah. clean their sheets so clean that it's basically <laughs> like this is my favorite analogy. <laughs> it's like they were never pooped. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.